Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to another fun-filled information overload from the Keto 911 podcast. I am your host, Daniel, the self-styled, the self-proclaimed Keto EMT. And man, this is the season finale, y'all. I've been this is the first season that I've had in this podcast streaming live. So that way, one, not only can you listen to me, see this wonderful mug you have in front of your face, but also interact and ask questions. So that way we can address them right here and right now with the people who I bring on with the discussions that I have. And I couldn't, I got, I have some other people who I want to bring on, but I really want this season finality, uh, finality, finale to be special because I've really got to take a break. I got to, I got to give myself a little bit of time to refocus and get some of this stuff, uh, more some more of this lightning in the bottle that I have uh, polished for you guys. So I'm not going to hold you guys a long way. Well, yeah, I'm going to hold you because we got some stuff to get into. All right. So for this season finale, I have a good friend of mine. I've been following this awesome, awesome, awesome man. He's a, he's been a friend of the family for forever and ever and ever. And he has a pod, he has a podcast himself that's, that predates mine by a long time that's been key and I mean key for those who are going into into the medical profession not just the medical profession but for those pursuing doctorate um your MD the residency program he is a fantastic fantastic gentleman so I'm going to go ahead and read his bio okay his name is Dr hello Dr Aubrey Palmer he has a bachelor's in science and applied mathematics to Baylor University, master's of science in bio, biomedical sciences from Mississippi College, doctor of medicine from Howard University College of Medicine, and he's a board, he's board certified in family medicine and emergency medicine, okay? He is currently a emergency medicine physician, and he's the host, host, curator, producer of the MedBro radio show, okay? So I'm going to bring on my good friend, my my medical, I would call him my medical mentor because this man has inspired me for so many years and he continues to do so, Dr. Aubrey Palmer. What's going on, big bro? Hold on, I think they got you muted. I think you got you muted. Uh, there, there we go. I, I feel like I'm on a Kevin Samuels uh, show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm mute yourself. <laughs> Man. <laughs> hey man, you are the inspiration, man, and you're reaching a whole lot of people with this, man. Giving a whole lot of people some good information. So, man, that's much appreciated, brother. Much appreciated. I appreciate that. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Me, and you don't know how much that means to me. It really means a lot to see somebody who I look at for motivation and not. I, I don't practice medicine. I do emergency medical services, EMT. You know, I'm just. People, you know, look crazy at, you know, EMTs as ambulance drivers, but you have to have a, a certain passion to want to go through the grit. Yes. To go through for pre-hospital pre care. So that way we can hand it off to you in the, in the emergency room to do what you do. And when you see, and, and they say representation matters, you know, it means something to see a physician uh, that looks like us. Being able to, to being able to treat the community, and that trickled down to where it meant something for when I was out there on the, on the on the truck and came out there to patients. It meant something for them to see me, 
And I can only attribute that primarily to what I've seen you go through and how you keep, you know, kept yourself motivated and the inspiration that you gave through your podcast and through your daily, daily evolution. So again, the pleasure is mine. (laughs) I'm just honored to finally get a chance to have you here for you to impart your wisdom and all this. I'm serious. And all the amazing things that come with it. So again, 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 again. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Hey, thank you. No problem, man. Hey, man. Let's let's get into it. One more, one thing, man. Go um, ahead. Um, EMS, <laughs> 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 bro. Uh, y'all see some things, <laughs> man. Man, I got. Yeah, man. Uh, I got y'all stories. Yeah. I, man, I know you got stories. I know you got stories, but boy, to come to this, come to some of them houses, mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and man, I appreciate my mom for so many things now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I appreciate the situations that I have to go through, and I'm, I'm not doubting anybody's situation, but goodness, you come mm-hmm. up with some stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. not safe. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I open, I'll be like, all right, EMS, open it. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Hey. PD, I need y'all security. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Y'all, y'all got the wrong one. Y'all Can got me. The... <laughs> uh-uh. And I, I'm serious. I've had my fair share of uh, long uh, long distance transfers to mental health facilities and everything like that to where I've met and talked to some interesting people because I've had to sit back there with them for about two and a half to three hours. Uh-huh. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Good stories. Oh, yeah. <laughs> some... <laughs> Some great ones. Oh yeah, man. But I wouldn't. I'll say one thing. I wouldn't trade that experience for anything because one, I learned so much to be able to interact with people at literally some of their their worst moments and sit with them and talk with them. And even and I'll say this because I'm 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 we gonna go we gonna go y'all stick with me because we going there to be a black man coming into a situation in a in our neighborhoods and then they see me walk through the door a lot of that tension that they have goes mm-hmm. down mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because they see one of the, they see they see they see one of their own family in many instances they see one of their own family coming to take care of mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and some of my partners that i had they were like hey man i'm gonna need you to cool it down i'm like why they're like because the way that you connect with people when you leave them and i'm there he says it's hard for me to catch up it's hard for me to make that connection because you get in so deep, so fast. I don't know how you do it, but you're able to get information a whole lot faster. The patients are calmer. And I said, look, I look at them as if they family. When I have somebody, when I have an elderly woman in the back, I say, mom. I say, hey, how you doing, mama? Why, why you call her mom? Because I'd rather her feel like her child is taking care of her. Mm. Because when she feels like it's a family member or her child looking after her or somebody who respects her as that, you get better, you get better patient compliance. They calm down and you're able to treat mm-hmm. versus them feeling like you may not be there to support me or listen to me or, you know, or, or understand that I'm actually in pain or I'm going through something. It's easier to communicate when they feel like it's family. That's why yeah. representation matters. And I know you most likely have seen, you've seen it to where that that degree if it ain't somebody who's very very i'm serious i don't I treat white supremacists in the back of my ambulance before mm-hmm, mm-hmm, sure have mm-hmm, mm-hmm. wouldn't let me touch them wouldn't let me talk to them mm-hmm. 
And my partner was like, look, if you don't answer his questions, he's going to be the last face you see. Exactly. Exactly. And my you partner know, was like, so <laughs> what you going to do? <laughs> what you going to do? <laughs> he's like, I, he says, I need you back here. He says, no, nah, I got to drive. So, yeah. Hey, you good, Daniel? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> and I'm up here like, I need you to go through this medication. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, life comes at them fast, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, it, you know, it's good. It's good. I, I'm serious. I wouldn't trade that experience here for the world. And they know for a fact I keep my bag in my car. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the second day, even when I was at home visiting family, there was a car accident out there. The first thing that I grabbed was my bag and I ran. Mm-hmm. They were like, whoa, 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 whoa. And people were like, Dave's an EMT. He does this all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm ready to go. You ain't got to tell me twice. I, I run to it. Exactly. So that way I can make sure I, I, I'm there. But um, but yeah, man. I'm stories. We gonna talk. I I got to give you some story. <laughs> it's gonna be funny. I'm gonna say if I have to tell you about this situation that I had a Cushing's triad. Really? Oh, we'll talk. Really? We'll talk. Okay. okay. <laughs> and the dude was, and the dude was, you know, a supremacist, and he was mm-hmm. threatening to kill me and everything like that, and just the cussing while CSF and blood was just coming out of his ear. Oh yeah. <laughs> Hmm. Oh yeah, we're gonna okay. talk. Okay. We're gonna talk. We're gonna talk. Okay, so as everybody has seen, we're gonna talk about the stat- standard American diet, oh the acronym called SAD. Okay, we all know that America, the United States, is the heaviest country in the world. Some of our states have more ob- obese people than some countries. Now we got to look at that. That's a huge issue. Now, what do you mean by the standard American diet? Said American diet for most for the American public consists of heavy sugars, heavy carbs, heavy starches, and um, high in sodium. What does that mean? Burgers, chips, fries, <laughs> ketchup, you know, cakes. You know, it's it's I call it the pandemic before the pandemic. This is something that's been killing Americans. It is a known thing that is killing Americans by the by you know by the thousands oh sorry even more so by the millions yearly you know and there's not an, enough uh research with the finger quotes that these organizations are doing like the american diabetes association not trying to throw no shade but i am you know they could say that they're doing research to help prevent mm-hmm. to help combat diabetes uh it's simple tell the people to stop eating the crap There's no, there's no pill for that. There's no, I don't know where all those millions of dollars of research are going when it comes to just stop eating crap. But anyway, I digress. Really? You're saying that people should eat better instead of taking insulin and pills? I mean, really? Come on, Doctor, 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 No. I mean, you know, because that that's just such a novel idea. You know, I mean, you know, metformin is a good medication i mean we all know about insulin and everything but are you saying that if they would just eat more veggies and less sugar and less starches and uh you know less less foods that are bad for them that they may actually improve their diabetes you know what i'll even i'll even go a step further they can actually reverse it what because they, they don't talk about reversing diabetes. They say no, that if you have no, no, diabetes, 
Mm-mm, they talk about maintaining it. Mm. <laughs> you know, exactly. we, can help, we can help you maintain. Uh huh. So that way you can go ahead and come on back and we can run that copay again. Mm-hmm. 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 Remember, we, it's, it's portion control. You know, your sugars are high. Now, okay, okay. So, Dr. Aubrey, let's let's take him to class. If I could, I mean, let's, let's take him to class and we'll go ahead. Diabetes is the body's ability to not regulate sugar properly. Exactly. Okay. What happens when you have an excess form of sugar in your body that collects in your body and creates adipose fat? Mm-hmm. Where is that adipose fat really? Where do you see it primarily? Around your midsection. Mm-hmm. Yes. But also it starts to gather around your internal organs, primarily your liver. Mm-hmm. Now, what does your liver do, folks? It provi- it secretes an enzyme that helps regulate blood sugar along with the pancreas. Mm-hmm. So if you, and let's just, let's just pull it back. If you have a whole bunch of fat around your body and everything like that, you your body doesn't work very well. So think about mm-hmm. it. If you have a lot of fat around your midsection, adipose fat, and it's around your organs, that means that they're not working well. Well, mm-hmm. so you have diabetes, which is sugar resistance. Your body either can't metabolize sugar too well because it's, it's constantly being oversaturated with sugars and it can't metabolize them correctly. So... When you eat in the standard American diet, you eat Frosted Flakes, <laughs> Cheerios. Come on. Uh, what's what's some Fruit Loops? Come on, man. Come on. Kevin Crunch. Come Kevin. on. <laughs> or, Shit, man. Cut, <laughs> cut the top of your mouth, Kevin Crunch. Oh, that. You so know, good. when you yeah. sit up here and you eat these things, your body is getting overly saturated with sugars, and that is a heavy dopamine fix. It's the feel-good sensation. There it is. There it it's is. the feel-good sensation. And what happens when that you get a, those sugar highs? Mm. You get sugar lows. And that lasts about maybe a couple hours. So that way, by the time lunch hits, your brain is telling you you're hungry, but your body hasn't even processed those food. So what happens? You eat lunch. And look, I've been at a, I've been in the office workspace and everything, even and even in the ambulance, you got to eat what you can when you mm-hmm. can. I know you mm-hmm. probably have the same thing, so you eat yeah. what you can, what you can. And a lot of the times, you can't just sit up here and get a salad, prep it, put the put the good stuff on it. No, you get yourself a burger that costs mm-hmm. a dollar. Mm-hmm. 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 Is it real meat though? Oh, we don't even care. <laughs> we don't care. Come on, how many? <laughs> How many people you know actually going to McDonald's? Let me get your nutritional facts. Let me get your, <laughs> let me get your ingredient list. Okay. They were what type of beef? Yeah. yeah. What type of beef? Is it USDA grade beef? They're like, yeah, it got some some, some cow in it. You it's, know? Yeah. it's a grade. You know? <laughs> F is a grade. Yeah. Taco Bell, they had a conniption when they, came, when they caught them out and they meet. Yeah, man. I remember that. 88% beef. And I'm like. Hold on. Hold on. That math don't add up. That ain't a hundred percent cow. What? What? What's the out of twelve percent? I want to know. Am I getting moose knuckles? Yeah, or, man. <laughs> you know, turkey oh, beaks yeah. or what? You know, let me know what, what's what's all in this. But that's but that's the thing about standard, standard American diet, and when it translates to our culture, we know it is comfort food, soul food. You know, mm-hmm. we didn't been at the church. New members, new members present uh, celebration. We gonna eat. Sister, Sister Jenkins 
then retire from the school school district. Let's go ahead. Let's go eat. Tanisha them had a fourth baby. Let's go ahead and eat. True. You know, well, celebration. We gonna eat. <laughs> and I know the church that church that I went to, they had a spread. I'm talking about they had it was like a buffet line. Mm-hmm. It was nice. They had, and and the church where I went to was big, so they had three lines and a whole table full of cakes, pies, yeah. cookies. Yeah. And a small table with little small things of salad. Exactly, exactly. Now I'm not yeah. I'm not throwing them under the bus because I love them, love those folks, love yeah. love. I ain't gonna give them no name. Love everybody because they be watching it too. Love them because mm-hmm. <laughs> I served it over there. I helped serve food and got yes. got done it. I ate from it too. So I'm yes. not gonna put up here and make it seem like I'm. And and the and the preacher that was there at one point, and I say this pretty much every episode, he said, well, you know what. We are good at one great thing. And he said, we sure enough know how to eat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but he says, mm-hmm. how many of y'all got diabetes in here? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Majority mm-hmm. of everybody raised their hand. He says, if we can eat this good, then we can take care of ourselves even better. Could we? Yeah, we can. Because we can. the question is, um, why is it called comfort food? Because it tastes good. But see, we have food that tastes good, mm-hmm. and we have food that's comfort. Okay, you you want to go there, Doctor Doctor Palmer? You re- okay? Bro, 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 you. I'm in I, your I, house. Come on, come on, now. come on! Look, 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 I, look, I do the black thing. I'm gonna hand you the remote. Go ahead. Man. I'm gonna hand you the remote. I'm gonna hand you the remote. I trust you. You good? You can pick the channel right here. I don't care. Man, but it. yes, we can. It's called comfortable. Now we go. We can go back in time. We can go back in the history. We can go back to you know, the enslaved our enslaved people who were brought over here. We were fed the scraps. Mm-hmm. You know, they took the greens. We had the juice. They took the you know. We ate the parts of the pig that master didn't want and everything like that. And we turned those into nutritional meals to where they translated now into what we call soul food. Heavily, heavy uh, in spices and seasonings and everything like that. I think the best and the healthiest thing that we get out of it is the greens. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, we kind of mix that up with a little bit of cornbread and give it to the babies called a pot liquor. Come on, mm-hmm. come on, our country folk. Come on. I, I saw that look. Come on, country folk. But you know, it's called soul food because it was food for our soul. But it's the number one thing that's been killing African Americans for so long. And every pretty much every ethnic group has their own version of soul food. Hispanics mm-hmm. have their own version of soul food. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say, yeah, Hispanics have their own fer- version of soul food. And, 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 and white folks and everybody else have their own version yes. of soul food. But, you know, it hits us very, very hard because we know. I'm like, I don't know if you've seen that video on um, on Instagram to where you see the school workers make, I think they were school workers making yams for the students and they had that big old 15 pound thing of sugar and they were just pouring it i'm oh man i'm gonna say it to you they were just pouring it sugar wow Wow. into the yams and i'm not talking about like little scoops i'm talking about pouring it cut the bag open at the top and just pouring it and i'm like why yeah yeah it tastes good oh yeah it has that good feeling and everything it's that dopamine fix because it tastes good Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but you get full you get sluggish. You mm-hmm. don't want to move. But the one thing that I say with doing keto and promoting healthy lifestyle choices and healthy eating choices, the first thing that I say, first thing that you know that, that people say, hey, I do keto. They're like, keto? 
that means you can't eat nothing. I'm like, no, it, it, it means you can, mm -hmm. but you have to be aware of what you're putting into your body and you're putting you the right things in your body. You're only eating to satisfy the hunger, not to get full. And when you're hung not hungry, you don't eat. Mm -hmm. And how you prepare your meals, healthy meals, is what helps you lose the weight. Now, I say with keto, I'm like this. Keto is being is used, primarily used to help heal the body. Okay. Because as you know, medicines, statins, you know, all that, you know, all these medications that are there for a lot of these things that are caused by the abuse of food. If you take away the abuse of food and you take away the things that throw your body out of balance, mm -hmm. or your students would say those in taking A and P homeostasis. If you take away those things that throw your body out of it every couple hours, your body begins to do the number one thing that you didn't know it could do. It can heal itself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Levels go back to normal. A1C levels, which for those that's your, you know, your your phospholipids and everything like that. Your glycogen and everything, those are your levels that monitor, that, that they go by to determine if you're pre-diabetic or diabetic. And as they go down, your body starts to balance itself out. And the side effect of healing your body is weight loss. Mm. That's the side effect of getting your body healthy. I don't lose weight to get healthy. Mm -hmm. I get You get your body healthy, so then it loses the weight. You know, it's a it's a it's a little scientific, you know, it's a it's a trial and error thing, but you have to not look at what everybody else is doing, those IG people and everybody else who you always see in the gym with the muscles and the abs in the back and all that other stuff like that, mm -hmm. and think like I'm not looking like them. You're not meant to look like them. Everybody's physio physiology is made different. I'm not gonna look like I did in 2006 coming back from the Air Force. I oh. may not look like that action figure again. We have different bodies because, you know, the thing is that, you know, uh, like you say, IG would, you know, have you thinking that, uh, you know, every girl has a big booty and, you know, uh, uh, every, <laughs> every, <laughs> you know, you know, every, every dude has a, a six pack or, you know, or anything like that. Yeah. I mean, IG would. Yeah. With the action, so with the little action, action figure V cuts down there at the way. Yeah. You know, just, yeah. So we, we shouldn't believe what they show us. On IG or Facebook or you know any of those things, we shouldn't believe it. Social media is clout. Ain't none of them people real. Ain't none of them people real. You know when Derrick Jackson got caught, that should have shown a lot of folks. <laughs> Yo, straight up, straight up. They should have known that the jig was up there. They should have just ran with it. I'm like, hey. Yeah. That's it. That's there it. You go. Let, me, let me get this camera. Let me turn. Yeah. You, you sold your books, man. You sold your books. <laughs> That's it. Walk away. Just walk away. Don't don't talk no more. Turn off. Just turn off. You, you get take the money that you got. Invest yeah. it. And you just be quiet. You can sit, sit down somewhere. We, we 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 on to you. It's 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 a it's a wrap. But okay, so I'm I don't talk enough. Okay, so with this, before we get with. What are some of the noticeable in your field, in your practice, in your day to day? What are some of the noticeable health issues with the American population or the population that you deal with that stem from improper eating? What are some of those issues that you've seen? Oh, man, um, that's a good question, man. I deal with so many people who have 
diabetes, uncontrolled hypertension, obesity, which limits them um, as far as what they can do with their bodies. Mm-hmm. And like you said, man, all of it stems from your diet. The thing is that, man, we <laughs> you were cooking a while ago, man. I, 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 I'm just going to. I, I, I just want to stir the pot a little bit, man. Come on, let's let's <laughs> so, get to it. Let's get to it. Let's go. So the thing is that we call it comfort food because black folks have been in a state of discomfort mm-hmm. ever since we've been here. Mm-hmm. And we find different ways to, you know, make ourselves feel better. Yeah. The, the thing is that, you know, we've been through so much that sometimes we go overboard yeah. with certain things that make us feel better. Yeah. And like you said, man, food is one of them. You know, we eat comfort food so much because the things that we go through every day bring us so much discomfort yeah. that we have to find a way to make ourselves comfortable. The things, the racism, the overt anti-black racism, the, the hell that we go through at our jobs at times, man. I mean, you know, just life itself at times just beats us down. And, and you know, that's why you see people in church eating hard yeah. and big and having diabetes and whatnot. Yeah. A lot of things, you know, with the diet have to be dealt with ourselves inside a lot of it is um psychological okay and you know we have to figure out why we're eating the way we eat Mm. why we jump to the sugar why we jump to what tastes really good instead of what tastes pretty good but it's healthy would not be if we would dig deeper into that we will see that there are things that we may need to heal from habits. We may need to change uh, behaviors that may need to be modified. I think that diet is not just limited or not. Let me say this health is not just limited to diet. I think diet is huge, but we have to take into consideration the mental and psychological and even the social part of health because all that goes hand in hand a lot of times if you feel a certain way you eat a certain way if you feel that you know you can do this you feel accomplished then you might not want to you know get that cupcake you might be like hey let me go ahead and get this you know salad i'm doing well you know and whatnot but if you're depressed if you're sad if you're going through such a state of the doldrums you're going to be more likely to get that ice cream yeah and i'm not hating because <laughs> we've all done it Man. we all do it <laughs> so, I, i'm not hating you know at, at all and whatnot that, that's why it's, it's good for you to have you know your show showing us ways to get past that showing us ways to eat healthier and whatnot because if i'm not mistaken being on keto you know can help clear some of the brain, brain fog that uh we go through right yes sir uh, <laughs> yes sir because yeah. one of the because one of the okay so when you when your body is dependent on sugar 
-hmm. your mind is in a constant state of craving. So when your body starts to, when you have those sugar highs, it's like, okay, boom, boom, boom. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Ready. As soon as that, those, uh, those, uh, hormones start to dissipate because the sugar is not there. Then all of a sudden you start to get sluggish. You can't really, you're, you're you start to go into a, a uh, I'll say a crack fiend phase mm. to where you're trying to get that fix. And the first thing that your body starts to tell you, tell your stomach is put more in there. Mm. It's not, it doesn't, it, that, that signal that's like, there's, Hey, I already have food in here. It's not registering. Your body is like, I don't have this hormone. Give me more. Mm. So you go from being into a normal mind state to a craving mind state. Now, when I first transitioned into keto, that period to where you don't, and people, you don't wean off of this like you do cigarettes. You, I, I, I'm like this. If you want to stop something, you want to make a change, yeah. you got to stop it right then and there. And I'm not gonna lie, them first that first week, mm -hmm. I was feeling like a crackhead. Mm -hmm. I was sitting up here looking at my wife, like, come on, baby, just give me a saltine <laughs> cracker, you know, just give me, you know, some just just one chocolate chip out the bag. There you go. There I'm, you I'm, go. Good. I'm good for it, baby. I pay the light bill, you know what I'm saying? Come on, baby. I'm good for it, you know. And you have and your body is starting because your body is going through withdrawals. Work mm -hmm. just the same as if you were on. On drugs, your body's going through withdrawals because your body has become so dependent on it. Hold on, hold on, hold on, sir. sir, sir, sir. Are, you Are you saying that sugar could be a drug? Sugar is a drug. It's more addicting than heroin. Oh, okay. really? Okay, doctor. I, I, <laughs> I, I'll give you this. There have been lab studies. I've covered this in my podcast before, before people can see this beautiful face. <laughs> there have been lab studies to where they did this with the little white mice. To where they gave they had sugar and they had heroin, or I think it was heroin or crack cocaine. And 10 times out of 10, the mice chose the sugar <laughs> over the control over the drug. It's sugar is a controlled substance, but it's freely everywhere. People should up for that. But they chose the sugar over anything else. Now, when you see how the world is right now, at one point we had a chocolate shortage. Mm -hmm. Everybody lost their mind. Oh my gosh, what am I going to do without milk chocolate? Uh, drink water. There's also a thing that's called that's that are alternative sweeteners called stevia, mm -hmm. which mm -hmm. comes from a leaf of a plant, monk fruit, mm -hmm. which is another natural sweetener, erythritol, and then you have allulose, which is a sugar alcohol. But these sugars do not spike your blood sugar or, your, or raise your glycemic index. So you get the sweet taste without the without the cravings and the brain fog. Hmm. Now, as hmm. I was coming through and my body was cleaning itself out, I started to have more mental clarity. I was able to focus. I was able to do more because then I was able to, my body wasn't depending on the sugar. Mm -hmm. And after a while of being in keto in ketosis, as it's called, I didn't miss it. Hmm. I didn't miss it. And another, and I added things when I make my coffee. I have my my regular coffee. I add some stevia, some heavy whipping cream for my fat content, <clears throat> and I add what is called MCT oil. Okay, it's a uh, it's called medium chain medium chain triglycerides. It, it's a de derivative from coconuts. Yes. Okay, they they are known to help burn fat that's why i have my heavy cream in there because that's my first fat thing that helps okay. trigger my brain that says hey there's fat here let's start gotcha. burning it helps with your mental focus it also helps stave off hunger 
And that's what helps me make it through, you know, to where I really don't even have to eat lunch. I eat by the time by the time I get home, I'm ready to throw down. Gotcha. But it it holds me. And then by the time I run out of coffee, then I give me one of them nice big old two liter things of water to keep myself yeah. hydrated yeah. and going. And then I'm uh-huh. good because now with that MCT oil, I've already triggered my brain to say, hey, it's time to start burning fat. And then once the coffee is gone, it's like, hey, there's more fat here and it's on me. Mm. So my body's okay. like, hey, I got more fuel to burn. Yeah, yeah. And that's, the one, and that's the one thing I want people to know. Your body has all the fuel it needs to burn. When you are on a sugar dependent diet, your body's not burning fat. If Let's say you eat a pizza and then go work out. Your body's not burning fat. Your body's burning sugar. Mm. <laughs> That's why you got to work so much harder because your body is not burning anything but that sugar. Gotcha. So with keto, it's getting your body to stop burning sugar and to mm-hmm. start getting your body trained again to burn fat that's already there. Got it. Uh-huh. And you'll find out that when your body starts to burn that fat, you really won't be that hungry because your body has enough fuel to go ahead and do what it needs to do. Now, when it's low, yeah, you're going to have to put something in there. And I already and I, and I had a session where I talked about deep leafy greens and all that other stuff. And I'm going to go back and actually get into the fats, the different types of oils and the different types of meats mm-hmm. in a couple months when I come back for my next season. Mm-hmm. But your body is born. When you're born, your body is trained to burn fat, not sugar. Mm. Children don't have children's bodies are not set up at that time when they're small to regulate to know how much is too much sugar that's why kids want sugar all the time am i right or wrong that's true man and be bumping around and jumping around and be (laughs) i'm serious to be bumping around hey dad hey dad hey dad hey dad dad." and i'm like yes (laughs) you know but their bodies don't know when there's too much sugar Mm -hmm. so their bodies are you know but then what do you see now the same thing, you know, that we see everywhere. You have childhood obesity mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. there's too much sugar. There's they have, they got honey buns and all that in the vending machines at school. They're able to snack and snack and snack and snack and do all this stuff like that, and it's creating heavier children who wind up having these adult, what we knew to be adult issues earlier in life, where they're. You know, I would sit up there and pull up a kid and be like, okay, what are you taking? Metropolol, okay, lisinopril. And I could just list them off without even looking at them because mm-hmm. I could look and be like, you got to be taking these. And then mm-hmm. I'm just checking them off. But at the age of 10 and 12, you shouldn't be 200 pounds. But why? Why um, are these kids becoming bigger and, you know, having more health issues and everything? You know, I mean, Surely we we shouldn't blame you know uh, our, our fast food companies. I mean, no, nah, they, they they don't want to do that to our little kids and everything. You know, oh, come on, man. You know it ain't about. You know they don't care about these kids. They they, they care about the money. They, they don't. But they give them a toy. Of course, with the kid. You know, meal. That's, that's the that's the reward for eating the food. <laughs> 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 Thank you for. Thank you for buying our food. <laughs> Here's a Hell yeah. Think about it. It's a reward-based system. Mm-hmm. You eat mm-hmm. this food, you get the toy. 
And the kid's like, I want the toy. And then it, it's, 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 it's psychological. Mm-hmm. Because the parents going to be like, hey, you're not going to get this toy if you don't eat this food. But then we got to look. Let's look at the whole system of it. How much does it cost for a double cheeseburger? Mm, mm. What's like? What's is it like one nineteen or something like that? Yeah, one nineteen. Yeah. How much from the same place? And I'm gonna throw it out there, McDonald's. Mm-hmm. How much does it cost for a salad? Mm. Actually, do you know that McDonald's did away with their salads? You know what? I sure haven't seen the commercial for a salad in <laughs> Yes, in during a COVID, long time. Yeah, they did away with the salads uh, uh, during COVID, and they were like, "No, we're not bringing this crap back." <laughs> oh wow! But yeah, but you see, but no. they when they had salads, it was mm-hmm. like you pay seven to eight dollars for a salad. Mm-hmm. Hold mm-hmm. on, if I can go to the store and buy a head of lettuce for sixty-seven cents or less than a dollar. Mm-hmm. And you're telling me for that less than a dollar, you selling it for seven to eight. Hmm. Well, it, it, it's pro it's programming to say, you know what, I ain't got time. I'm not gonna spend seven to eight dollars on this. It's cheap. Exactly. So you exactly. get what's cheap, and we know, we know. I'm not giving any black person any spend. I'm not giving people no excuse. Mm-hmm. You know it's not good for you. But I'm not going to fault it either because I've been we've been in the situations Mm -hmm. where we didn't have money to stretch, and you got to get what you got to get. Are Are you saying that they take advantage of those who don't have money? That they're preying on people who might not be you know financially able to eat well? Don't you think they should help them the most? Why would they? Okay, you I see what you're doing. I'll I'll play ball. (laughs) You ain't clear. I caught you. I caught you, doctor. I caught you. So let's go ahead to the systemic aspect of this. Let's go ahead and get let's get to the politics of it. So we have what are known as food deserts. Okay. What are food deserts? There's where well, not what are food deserts. Yeah, yeah. What are food deserts? Food deserts are where communities do not have access to the proper nutrition nutritional areas of food and to purchase and to you know to consume where are food deserts primarily located black and brown communities oh daniel you 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 jiving man you 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 making this up okay so i'll use my city as a prime example i live in the wonderful city called tyler texas okay (laughs) so we have where we call front street that's the middle of the road area North of Front Street, you have what's called North Tyler, or as mm-hmm. my esteemed people say, North and AWF mm-hmm. Tyler. That's where the heavy, that's where the heavy black and brown parts of the community are. Now, then you have South Tyler, which is south of the mall, south of the colleges, and all that other nice stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, we have one, one HBCU on the north side. Shout out to TC. So in the north side, and I've lived up there, you have chicken joint after chicken mm-hmm. joint. Mm-hmm. After pizza place, after burger place, after the hole in the wall, good soul food eating restaurants and everything. And then as soon as you get to where the mall is or where the money folk are, mm-hmm. now you start to have your sprout, natural grocers, drug emporium, mm-hmm. you know, fresh by Brookshire's. That's where you have all the healthy spots. Yes. Where you have all the healthy options and all the 
good nutritional food that you can purchase and everything. This is what this is, the, and, and this is the situation that's there. Okay. Okay. This is the situation that's there. They're set up that way because the people on the north don't, the people in the impoverished, in the low, let's say low income areas, don't have that many options and they get what they can afford, which is readily there. Mm. And it's mm. not economical to be able to travel to a location to get those foods because guess what in those areas a lot of those healthier options are a little bit more expensive to where those demographic can actually afford it but 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 we do not have the knowledge to know how we can take the good out of the situations that we have and make something better now okay. i'll expound on that when you go into a grocery store what is the first thing that you see when you usually go into the Food, the, the food section of Walmart. You see the deli, you see the vegetables right there as soon as you walk in. Okay. My boy, my boy Anthony said uh North Killeen, Texas is one. <clears throat> so he's he, he look, we got we got we got some proof right there. And I gotta read one more before I go into it. My, mm-hmm. my yes. homegirl, Michelle, she says in the past academic year, her students would not refrain from snacking. They came in with multiple snacks such as yeah. honey buns, candy, <laughs> choc- chocolate for breakfast. Hey, come on, Coco! Co- what Coco Puffs? <laughs> she had students eating almost every hour, despite there being rules and expectations fruit for it. All fruits provided by their school went straight to the trash. Hmm. Mm, hey, <laughs> it is what it is on that word, to tell you the truth. You know, damn. I, I'm pretty sure that there was a first lady that promoted, you know, healthy healthy food choices in schools a couple of years ago. Yeah. And everybody attacked her for it because they yeah. felt like she was going to hurt the children. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we, all, we all knew the food was trash. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, what's an apple? You know, yeah. <laughs> you know. Ooh. Yeah, man. You know, you know, but uh oh my homeboy came back in. He says they have eight grocery stores on the south side of town. They they closed all of them on the north side. Damn. Come on, okay. It's it's systemic. Okay, okay. It's systemic, it's it's a part of a system of control that's meaning to keep one population sick and unhealthy. Which turns around and it's good for the healthcare system because guess what? You got a constant line stream of income. <laughs> we, we, come on, we, I can't. We can't talk about the machine. Man, come, on. Come, come on, brother. <laughs> which which in turn creates a constant stream of income mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for the machine for the healthcare system. Why? Because if you don't have if you don't have sick people, who, who who's going to work? See. <laughs> And you, you know the funny thing is that um you know um the physicians would be and i i tell them to say uh speaking of food uh, someone's actually making food for me <laughs> yeah I, actually no the thing is that I, the thing is that i'm trying to uh, lose weight and so i hired a chef to like cook these meals mm-hmm. and whatnot and everything you know and, and which is very helpful uh for me and everything because mm-hmm. i know that i'm gonna overeat and things like that and it, it, yeah. it, it's a beast I, I already know and i i still do 
uh whatnot so i need as much help as i can get and everything and so that's uh uh them saying that hey my food's ready so that that's a uh, very beneficial as far as like um meal planning and things like that um helps me with portion controls and whatnot so and i know that's pretty important uh when talking about diet man uh but the thing is that when how can i say this a lot of us in the health field ems physicians Mm -hmm. nurses you know who whoever's doing the work we really want people to be healthy yes we get sick and tired of seeing people come with the same shit over and over and over again not trying to help themselves out it doesn't benefit us right when people continue to be sick we want you to feel better we want you to do better we want you to have a healthier life we want to help you when you need help emphasis on need need see but you know you have to help yourself Mm -hmm. and you have to love yourself enough to at least try and whatnot It's, it's so when people, you know, get on these uh, foods, get on these horrible diets and everything, we're not the ones that are benefiting. The people who are making all these, you know, medications, um, you know, they're the ones that's benefiting. And and look, that's a that's a system that's that's tighter than the mother man. <laughs> that's a, whoo, that's that's a system. It's it's so deep that we still can't fathom how deep this system is. For example, who would have thought that now you would have kids eating honey bun upon chocolate cookies for breakfast Breakfast. at school? Yes. Let alone, you know, just not having someone cook them something at the house or even just eating some cereal at the crib. You know, and I, I, I'm, I'm not saying cereal is the healthiest thing, but whatever they have at a house is better than this Twinkie that they're eating. Now, <laughs> now, 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 Dr. Palmer, now we got now, since you decided to pull back and let's go back, I'm going to pull back and let's go back for you. Please do. I'm going to let you go. <laughs> Why do you think that they don't have the proper nutrition coming from home? <laughs> oh, okay. Well, you know, uh, a lot of times big folks begat big folks. <laughs> Number, Come on. One. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Number one. Come on. And I see it. And yeah. I come to the mercy room and I'm like, oh, you know, yo, yo, your parents kind of, mm-hmm. you know, unhealthy as well and whatnot yeah. and i see you being this size the the honey boo-boo situation you know yeah. <laughs> you know in addition to that we have to understand how the system is forcing people to work a whole lot more than they used to come on now and they don't make the time to take care of their children as they should and right. they rely on a broken system that is geared towards enslaving your children to some type of 
drug like sugar or mm -hmm. some type of, you know, habit like, you know, being promiscuous. They want your kid to be enslaved and whatnot. And you're trusting a system that doesn't give a shit about your kid. <laughs> to, oh, let's go. Let's, okay, look, hey, we changed the topic of the show. Because you know, we start we started on this level, and yeah. I, I knew I was like, I said, I wonder if he's gonna go there. And he did it quick. I was like, yes, yes. But this is but this is what's key. This is what's key. Standard American diet goes further than just the food. It's a systemic process and the and the focus and the attack on people to make the conditions that keep a subservient group of people in a condition and state of poverty, sickness, and control. Mm -hmm. Because one, if I get you hooked on a drug, then I can control everything you do in your day. If I make the drug readily available for you, you'll do anything and everything that you can to get said drug. And if I make it cheap, you'll get as much of it as you can. We don't care. Now, and then all of a sudden, when you start to get sick and you start to, and you start to really get debilitating issues and you say, it's because I had all this food. Guess what the drug dealer says? I didn't put it in your mouth. <laughs> you just bought it. Yo. You knew what it was going to do. That ain't got nothing to do with me. Hey, Surgeon General's warning. <laughs> <laughs> and they still keep smoking. I tell you, brother, it's, it's going to kill you, man. <laughs> it's going to kill you. You will die. From this, from this, this is this opinion, y'all. I don't smoke, but you will die if yes. you consume this. It yes. will, it, it can cause birth defects. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But you know, it. <laughs> still smoke. You know, and, oh. and, 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 and I'm serious. You 20 some year old sounding like this? No, bro. Yeah. Yo, they be aging no. the folks, man. <laughs> no. I worked in a dental office. Yes. Okay. <laughs> this man came in because he had to get uh, pretty much everything extracted because he was getting fit for dentures. Teeth were rotted and everything. Most, well, most of them anyway. I just put mm -hmm. that one. And this man sat up there and said, man, he says, man, I don't know why this keeps happening. And as he's sitting up here doing this, he's sitting up here with his daggum bag of Skittles. Talking about, man, I don't even know why this is oh, happening. Pouring all out and then took yeah. a handful. And I looked at him like Skittles. You do know you're losing your teeth. Yes. For what you put in your mouth. Yes. And now you're going to get them removed. Yeah. So you can continue to put them in your mouth. <laughs> oh, no. Stop it. Yo. Stop it. It's a condition. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh -huh. Let's say, it I'll say which sugar is a controlled substance. It is. Hello. It is. Uh huh. You shouldn't even be prescribed it. In most countries, if you try mm -hmm. to get the same type of snacks in other countries, 80% mm -hmm. of the ingredients that we use can mm -hmm. are banned in those countries. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, Doc. I know you got some fire. Let's go. Let's no, no, go. I mean, because because you're, you're you're pretty much saying that you know. I, I thought that the food 
you know, the FDA and all these people, I thought they cared about us over here. They care by mission statement only. <laughs> and we already know. And yeah, mm -hmm. yeah let's go. We, on, look, politically correct is out the window. Y'all can yeah, get, can, yeah, yeah, as they say in battle rap, we about to get this work. Okay. Say <laughs> they are caring by mission statement written on paper only but we already know per previous administrations that with enough money and enough influence even these regulatory institutions can look the other way oh i, I thought you know lady liberty was blind huh I thought Lady Liberty was blind. I, I I thought you know everything is supposed to be blind. I thought we supposed to you know have a high moral you know. <laughs> I could have I, I could have sworn like some something like the FDA, the the Food and Drug Administration. They're supposed to you know tell us you know you know we're supposed to protect us from these issues uh, from you know illegal or bad substances that could cause us cancer although we're having more cancer yeah. now oh huh? the fda is just as good as ERCOT in texas during the heat in the winter okay <laughs> <laughs> shout out to greg abbott <laughs> shout out to the boy hot wheels okay and, shout out to the boy hot wheels okay? if he wins this year hello be funny. you know you know, you got two chains and you got two wheels, okay? Man, there go, man, there go. But they are supposed to, just like the USDA is supposed to regulate to make sure that there's nothing wrong with beef. But nobody mm. said anything when all those, when thousands of cows died at the same time not too mm. long ago. Mm -hmm. uh, what happened mm -hmm. to that meat? Hmm. Hmm. I, I, I thought... I thought it was in McDonald's, man. That's how, oh, how, how. Yeah, you probably it's, it's probably some of that good old dead heat meat. That's all you know. Is this this hamburger has a little more seasoning to it? You still feel like hold on, hold on. What my eye going sideways, man? Why my left lip numb? You know. Like why can't I smell colors right now? Exactly. I, shouldn't, why can't I, smell I shouldn't be able to smell. <laughs> I see China right now. This ain't. This don't feel right. This don't feel right. This, hold on. Then they go. Then they're gonna be like, hold on. This don't feel right. Let me take another bite to make sure I got this. <laughs> exactly, bro. <laughs> you, you know why? Because it has sugar. Because it because it because it has sugar, and then even more so if you look at the situation, they go like, I ain't gonna waste no money and waste no food. Come on. On, you know, it's 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 a systemic thing. It plagues communities. No other country has these issues like we do, hmm. and we know it. And the so-called regulation authorities and government officials do absolutely nothing. Why? Because it doesn't because it doesn't affect them. Okay. Uh, okay. Let's, so, let's, let's let's take let's take it another round. I'm gonna let you go ahead and finish. Let's take another round. We didn't even want to talk about food. Um, the opioid crisis. Mm. The crisis. The opioid pandemic, epidemic, whatever. You, you know, it became an issue when it started to affect non-people of color. Mm. But back in the 70s, when it was introduced, 
to black neighborhoods, black mm -hmm. and brown neighborhoods, and, and families were getting separated and locked up and are still locked up now, mm -hmm. it wasn't an issue mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. it wasn't on your doorstep. But now all of a sudden it didn't hit a different demographic. And oh my goodness, now we need treatment centers. Now we need this, <laughs> now we need this. While home, while we got kinfolk in, in lockup from back in the 70s, like exactly, exactly. For the same thing. It doesn't affect them if it doesn't affect their way of life. Mm -hmm. They won't mm -hmm. do anything about it. That's why when the grid fell down, when it got when it froze, mm -hmm. uh, Ted Cruz was on his way to Mexico. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. on his way back home. He's like, I don't even want none of these issues. I'm gone until somebody called him, and then he was like, was right, well, yeah, I got well, I guess I got. <laughs> let me go and roll this luggage back. There's a camera. Hey, all right, you know. You tell me how that dude keeps on getting voted in, man. Make that make sense, man. <laughs> you have to do that on your show. I know. <laughs> <laughs> they gonna cancel me in this Kyo Street. That's real talk. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> they gonna cancel me. Yeah. Like me. That's real talk. That's real talk. I'm like, no, I, I got, I'm like, I got some good keto friends on here, but they cancel the hell out of me if we start going that round. I'm telling you right now, woo, we don't need that. <laughs> I'll talk about that off my podcast. I'll just make another podcast and we just go in on issues like that. I ain't got no problem. Man, that's real but, talk, man. But so, think about it. It don't if it does not affect that population mm -hmm. or any other demographic, they don't care. Because those people are looked at less than. Those people are looked at as their workers. Mm. Mm. As okay. their support system, because a lot of those folks couldn't do what they did if it wasn't for us doing it. <laughs> so, but the second that it starts to hit their streets, oh, now yeah. we need to go ahead. Let's let's make legislation. Let's go ahead and have some town hall meetings. Let's get a focus group together. Let's go ahead and pull some resources. Let's get the medical team uh, situated so that we one we can go ahead and address this issue. And then they get into the camera, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> and then they say the election was stopped. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> No, I can't say that. I can't say that. We lost. See, I understand. You know, and then and then they and then they want to do something about mm -hmm. it. Yeah, yeah. But the situation is this: everybody suffers because look at these look at the socioeconomic impact of what's going on with inflation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I have seen more elderly people in their 60s, 70s, and yes, 80s now going back to work, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. doing working. I'm serious, and it, 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 it hurt my heart because we ordered a pizza, whoop de doo, a while back. And this, I'm talking about this man had to have been 80, delivered it to us, yeah. sweating. Yeah. Yes. And I looked at my wife, I said, Give me. Give me forty dollars. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Forty. Yeah. 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 And I, I'm serious. And he, I'm serious. I threw my slides on, and I ran downstairs, and I caught him before he got into his car. And I said, "You forgot something." He said, "What?" I said, "Here." He says, and he just looked at me. He says, "No, no, 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 no." And he started to get emotional. He says, "I can't take that." I said, "I'm." He says, "You're not taking it. I'm giving it to you." He says, "But I don't. I I can't do it to you. Let me get you some change." I said, "No, I don't need no change." I said, and I looked at him. I said. You should be at home enjoying your golden years. You should not have to be at work because you cannot afford your medication. 
Mm. <laughs> and I've had and, and in the clinical space, mm-hmm. I've had to talk to patients, put them on payment plans and situations and everything because they couldn't afford it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the powers mm-hmm. that be at that time wouldn't wouldn't let us see them, Damn. even though because they couldn't pay. And I'm like, mm-hmm. when okay. did it become? When did patients? When did patients become dollar signs? What? Uh, ooh, I, I, <laughs> when, <laughs> when did so, patients become dollar signs? Take it back and stop being people. <laughs> when. The people who were trained to do medicine stopped being the ones that were over medicine. Mm. The thing is that I I agree with you, man. Um, A lot of patients are seen as dollar signs, and that is where the burnout stems from in the medical industry to try to make it into a manufacturing situation. Right. You know, let me get all these people in here and everything and whatnot and overwork everybody else. When you do that, quality goes down. Of course. When you do that, you know, you start to question why you got in the career in the first place. You get tired you can Mm -hmm. get jaded and you're the one that's putting yourself out there while people who have not done any of the training that you have done are the ones that are trying to make the call and they're the ones that sees everything as a dollar sign well hold on hold on on, doctor are you saying that there are people Mm -hmm. in higher holier than thou positions mm-hmm. that do not value human life and only value the dollar and are the heads of medical institutions where patient care and longevity is key well, oh, oh, I'm sorry is is by purpose written <laughs> but not by action <laughs> You're talking. <laughs> you know. Yes, it's and um that's where a lot of us um that's why a lot of us are suffering in the food industry, in the health industry. It's because the people that are supposed to be there are not the ones that are running it. Man. And the ones that are running it don't give a shit about <laughs> you know the essence of it the science mm-hmm. of it the of purpose of it of you know they, they don't care about you know trying to take care of this patient they don't care about wanting to see this patient get better they see well, a patient as a number because it doesn't because it doesn't affect them mm, see now let it be the now let it be their mama see or god forbid these and that's who i gotta say this i gotta mm-hmm. say come this on, come on come on I haven't had a situation where a doctor was uh, a doctor was being a dick to me. Mm-hmm. He was being a complete, I'm talking about being a complete dick to me. And I told him, I said, you know what? With all of your studying, with all of your schooling, with all of your 
academia that's on the walls right here. God forbid you have an emergency and you got to call me. <laughs> because at that moment, that means nothing. And now the treatment that you feel like you deserve, mm -hmm. you're going to demand it when you know you don't give it to nobody else. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you know that. God mm -hmm. forbid that you'd have to be put in my hands and I have to save your life and you're going to want to want everything done for you or for your mm -hmm. loved one. And I know and you know mm -hmm. you don't mm -hmm. give it to nobody else. I treat I treat you treat doctor people as if you could eventually be in their shoes because we're all one random moment away exactly. from being in any medical emergency situation. Exactly. Car accident, satellite fall from the sky, mm -hmm. you know, something happened, and then we are dependent, and now we have to put our hands in the in, our hands in our lives. In, in those entrusting to other people. And for those who sit back and look at the revenue mm -hmm. and say, well, how can we get more people in? Exactly. Why? Exactly. How can we get more people scheduled in? We got to get more mm -hmm. surgery scheduled. We got to get mm -hmm. more this. I'm sorry. Why do we have to get more surgery scheduled? <laughs> Do we need to cut on people who don't need to be cut? But we ain't going to talk about malpractice. We're going to talk about unnecessary medical procedures. We're not going to talk about overdiagnosing, overprescribed. Hello. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Which happens. Because at the end of the day, when you do that, who's making the money? I, I'm not making the money. I, I, I better set a mouth that I'm going to make regardless if I see you or not. Other people who don't have people's best interests at hand. I, I mean, look at insulin. Now, doctor. Oh, please, 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 please. Do you, I'm not going to, I don't want you to put none of your colleagues out on blast. I, I won't. <laughs> now, I worked in medical, you know me, I worked in the medical field. Now, there are these things, these people, I'm not going to call them vultures, mm -hmm. reps, that just seem to linger around and come around to these small practices or internal medicine or pain management specialists trying to get people to sign on to their products and to use their products. Now, hmm. saying that, mm -hmm. ain't no kickbacks when it comes to using these things and having your names attached to them. So the thing is this. Some people. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I don't know. I don't know. This is. This is just conjecture. Okay. Mm -hmm. I know nobody. <laughs> they gonna have your motherfuckers come at me. <laughs> Shit. I, I can see them already right now. Yeah, I know. Right. Yeah. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Send an email. We need to talk to him. Hello, right. <laughs> You know, now, I'll, I'll say it like this. Other than the dinner or the lunch that they give you, mm -hmm. <laughs> you ain't supposed to, you know, get no cutbacks and everything. You, no. you, that's not how it's supposed to do. Now, am I saying that, you know, I I hope it doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I just hope it doesn't 
happen because that is not the right thing to do. And here's why. Do you trust that medicine like that? Do you trust that medicine to put your name on that? Do you trust that rep to go ahead and, you know, let's say if you slide, they slide you a couple of dollars and everything. Well, they got you mm-hmm. because they can always go back and, and bust you in the ass and everything saying, well, you know, I did get this person, this money and everything. So, I mean, is it worth it? To me, it isn't. Not not for my, you know, uh, you know, not for my name. And everything, right. but some people, you know, I I, I hope they don't. Mm-hmm. If if you do, man, you, you shouldn't. <laughs> you shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's bank channel stuff. We'll talk about. That. Yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you unplug all your devices. All right. <laughs> you know, listening. We just we just gonna have to look. We just have to set up a meet. Just go talk. Trying to follow me. Eye out for random black SUVs or anything else that come around. Like yeah, that's, that's yeah, 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 like, yeah. Look at I can but, swim. Uh, okay, y'all. I can swim. <laughs> <laughs> now don't go out to no water. They, you know they say you can't swim. <laughs> I'll be like, I'll be like, what's that? I'll be like, Justin Smollett, I ain't suicidal. I ain't suicidal. <laughs> Come on, don't talk about Juicy like that. Don't talk about Juicy, juicy Smollett. Juicy Smollett. Don't talk about Juicy Smollett. The, the gay Tupac. <laughs> but this is, but it's, it's the big, it's the big thing. You know, the topic being standard American diet, but then it encompasses so more because it's, it's a conglomerate of a machine of a system that's meant to perpetuate sickness, dependency, and control. I'm serious. They provide the service so that way one, I'm like, you got, like, like I said, it hurts me. Me and my wife, we talk about it. We sit up, sit up there, we look at this old woman sitting up here at the cash register, knowing that she don't, she need to be home playing with her grandkids instead of sitting up here having to work because everything costs more. Gas was almost $12 a gallon just about what three or four weeks ago and now it then yes. got somewhat manageable yes but they caused such an uproar but food went up mm-hmm. 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 yes food a lot up. still high still high and people are having to now and some of the folks who are in single family households they're like whoa i'm we're gonna have to try to figure out something because now we can't afford the basics and don't get me on rent the apartment we used to live in before this one uh-huh. went up three hundred dollars for a man. for a structure that is well over 60 60 yeah. years old and was falling apart when we lived there and i know that ain't fixed it they just painted yeah. it outside but this is the and it's going to call it's going to cause so it is causing so much more pain to where it's causing people to do things and to be and to get things that are going to be cheaper. Now think about it. If all the groceries and everything gone up, but yet mm-hmm. McDonald's could still sell burgers at a dollar on the on the menu, clearly there's not a problem with inflation. If they can it's... keep their price, if Arizona tea mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. can still be at ninety nine cents. Oh, I thought it was the one hundred nine, man. It's still ninety nine. Oh, mm, they still not look. That man said, regardless, they stay in ninety nine cents. A trooper, man. <laughs> that's a trooper. That's I'm, I'm like, let's play a move. He <laughs> yeah. said, he said, they like, man, we going up to four dollars. He said, four dollars, you ain't got no clout. Ninety nine cents. They gonna buy mine. 
they gonna buy mine. And they will buy. And, and they have. Yeah. I'm talking about I seen people walk out with cases of Arizona too. Yeah, they, man. Yeah, my boy got us 99 cents while he's still sitting up here doing this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Check to see what he got in that tea to make it 99 cents. <laughs> That's the thing. Because I wonder what's in Arizona tea, man. I, mm-hmm. I, I question, man. Man, look, I I make my own herbal teas. <laughs> I get my own tea packs. I get it herbal. I know, like, I'm like, look, I know what's in it. I put yeah. It, I see it. I know. Yeah. It. I, that's that's tea right there. Because when you because when you make it yourself, you trust it. Because mm-hmm. why? Because you know what you're putting in it. But the thing about it is, we got a we got a systemic issue. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people don't know how to prepare healthy meals. A lot of people don't know how to prepare healthy meals. Because if they can make it quick, because everybody's having to work and be on the run so much, then they can, they feel like we've done something wrong. Oh, this is what wonderful weird word that's been coming out in the in the spaces nowadays, and it's starting to become popular. I think you know about it. It's called meal prepping. Back in the day, you know, mama used to make a good meal, and then she put it in them old crop, mm-hmm. uh, uh, um, the old butter canisters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you, you take that butter out of the refrigerator, you didn't know if it was green beans or macaroni <laughs> <laughs> and cheese or meatloaf. Stop going to guess. <laughs> you know, it was a, it was a, that was the mystery meal right there. you like, hold on, chicken and dumplings, you know. <laughs> but to meal prep, mm-hmm. you can make some of the most simplest things that are healthy and have longevity. Mm-hmm. Like I said, head of lettuce, 67 cents, but you can get cabbage too. You can get kale. Mm-hmm. You can get Brussels sprouts. Pan fry them, saute them, you know, and then prep your meals. And then, you know, get you a nice little slat, you know, get you some white meat chicken breast. Prepare that and you have healthy meal. A lot of the times we feel based off of seeing what we've seen in cooking, everybody want to be Emerald Lagasse and just bam. Mm-hmm. All mm. the time, mm. we got to do better than Lowry's. Mm-hmm. It's mm. <laughs> mm. Okay, there's this thing called turmeric, which has anti-inflammatory properties that you can put in your meals that are great. Heck, you can put turmeric in your coffee. You can put turmeric in your tea, and it helps with. It's an anti-inflammatory. Paprika. Oregano, which helps with your digestive health, helps keep you regular. I don't know about you. I don't want to be constipated. See, see. Same here. When you when you get backed up, that's not good. No, because no. what's it, what's what is what is feces basically? Germs, mm-hmm. waste mm-hmm. that's going through your bowels that needs to be excreted. And when mm-hmm. you get backed up, guess what? A lot of people when you get it, it, I don't know if you notice this, Doc. And I've, it's happened to me, it's happened to the kiddos and everybody. When the kiddos get sick, they get constipated. Or what, excuse me, when they're constipated, they get sick. Mm. But usually by the time they have that good bowel movement, mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. feel so much better. It's <laughs> because our bodies have finally got rid of all that junk and germs out of our body and it's able to get itself back. You know, so, but there's just there's just I'm serious. This just it, 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 the gambit of the whole is is mind boggling, and people just need to stop and look at the situation for what it is. And you can stop it. 
you can stop it. There are people that are always going to buy McDonald's. There are people that are always going to do it. But if enough people say, you know what, I'm really not going to. Case in point, Slim Fast. When keto really first started really, really getting big and everything, people mm-hmm. said, you know what, I'm getting off of Jenny Craig. I'm getting off of Slim Fast. And they reported it in these articles. Slim Fast is worried about profit, profits and everything changing, going down and going down. So what happened? Slipfast slapped keto on the box <laughs> because they were afraid of losing their people. Yes. Weight Watchers was like, we have keto-friendly options. Everybody was trying to put slap keto on everything because they're like, we don't want to lose our money. They didn't care about nobody's health until they until it started to hit their pockets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now we want to go ahead and slap keto on stuff because, you know, our CEO who makes seven, eight billion a year, how's he going to afford that 15th house? Yeah, I know that, that yacht, you know, that yacht, you know, that fits two other yachts in it. There you go. You know, how is he going to afford that? That's 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 impacting his way of life. God forbid. Mm. <laughs> mm. Okay. Okay. You know, so they started so- slapping keto. On everything, and the first thing that I did, I was I said, uh uh-uh, uh, uh-uh. y'all better read these labels. <laughs> Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Y'all better read these labels. And as soon as I flipped on the back of this bad boy, I was like, uh-huh. oh, sucralose, mm. Brexit. Uh, these ain't keto. I get high fructose it. corn syrup. Oh, high fructose corn syrup, corn syrup, cane sugar. I'm mm. talking about everything. I'm talking about everything. And they think that they do it. So you pull the, pulling the wool over people's eyes, but people are waking up and people are not following it anymore. Gotcha. gotcha. Only thing that I, I can I can say is our black people need to do better too. Oh, really? Why? How I mean like, like how so? How so? Mm-hmm. How many people you know with diabetes? Count them on count them on one hand. Oh man, count come on. <laughs> I can use all the hands in this apartment complex. Man. Yeah, we, can. Yeah. we can count so many people. Mm-hmm. We know so many people who have high blood pressure, diabetes, hypertension. That's a whole family of issues. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we know, and I have to, I, I, I have to go this route with it. People just bear with me. You just can't pray for your stuff to get better. Really? I, I thought that that was what we're all supposed to do. We're supposed to go to an altar prayer and, and just pray and, and everything works itself out. No. I'm pretty sure the Bible says faith without works is dead. And oh, if so you don't oh, work, if you don't work to fix it, you will be dead too. So so you mean we gotta do something? Yeah, that yeah, you know, you, we gotta do something about it. We can't go to the to the Asian market and go get them. Kalashis and donut holes. We're gonna have to leave that alone. Captain Crunch cutting the top of your roof, the roof of your mouth. We gotta leave them alone because ain't nothing in the cereal aisle healthy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you look at, if you read the ingredients, the amount of sugars that are in there and added sugars that mm-hmm. are in there, and yeah. nothing, everything what you need primarily is going to be on the outside border of that of the produce of the food section in your grocery store. It's either going to be in the produce section. You can get your healthy meats, and I do recommend grass-fed beef. Don't worry, we're gonna cover that later on. Grass-fed beef, 
pasture-raised chicken with no antibiotics and hormones. You can tell because the big old Walmart chicken breast for seven dollars that looked like a bag of Mike Tyson biceps. <laughs> Uh, full of hormones and everything like that because they inject these things into these chickens so that mm-hmm. way they can grow big and grow big fast. Now, mm-hmm. when, those, when those chickens die, those hormones are still in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when you eat it, you getting all them hormones. Mm-hmm. We're going to cover that later. We're going to roll that. I got yeah. <laughs> That's next season. We gonna That's next season. <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna bring some more fire. I'm just gonna be attacking people. I don't care. Cancel me. That's all right. I, I'll make another podcast. That's fine. Cancel you can't this be one. afraid, man. You can't be afraid. But, I'm we gotta, this but we gotta say something about it. Yeah. Yes. Silence is is complicity. Bro. Silence is complicity. Go around the outside borders. Everything of what you primarily need outside of the bread and the biscuits and the unnecessary co- coffee sweeteners and all that other stuff is what you need mm-hmm. have you, and i'll do it to everybody i'll go live in walmart soon and and do another live so that way you guys can see everything that's in the middle of in the aisles are really a lot of the things that you don't need now i'll say this minus almond flour olive oil okay okay coconut oil Spices. Now you gotta watch, read labels on spices because they'll throw maltodextrin and sugar in them bad boys too, and won't tell you. And some of the other things that you may need that are healthy, like stevia, monk fruit, that you can get that are in those aisles. But roughly everything else is not good for you. In the middle, people don't realize that you can make some very, very, very good foods with very little money. Mm-hmm. It's oh. doable. What is so so people who don't who can only afford the McDonald's double cheeseburger and fry they they can do keto too? Of course they can, because the money that you spend on a meal at McDonald's can actually make three meals at home. Why are they told this? Well, you know what, Doctor? <laughs> In the mighty words. Of the powerful Chris Rock. Mm-hmm. If you want to hide something from black people, where do you mm-hmm. put it? In a book. Hey, man. <laughs> and they don't. If we don't, we don't. If it's not shown to us on TV, mm-hmm. told to us by reality TV or uh, or something else of social media-esque platitude, then it's not believable. Hell, you got people thinking that the earth is flat still. Mm-hmm. Yes, you know, and people think and people thinking that alkaline water is not good for you. Do you if you knew that your body was primarily alkaline? I know, man. Jump, you would realize you need your body to be alkaline and more, not acidic. Seven point four. And people say that oh, well, keto is bad. No, keto acidosis <laughs> is bad. <laughs> Keto acidosis is bad. Keto or ketosis uh-huh. is good. You got to know the difference. Please understand. You know, but this is where it comes to actually doing the research. I don't tell anybody to believe me. I never tell anybody. I, I like. I like. Look, it works because I have proof. Because I'm living proof that it works mm-hmm. by doing it. Now, have I not done it for a while? And, my, and I got a little bit of my carb face and my. Heavy self back, yeah, I did, but 
I'm going to get back hard onto it and I'm going to get myself right again because it works at my, I've lost a hundred pounds just doing it. And that's just, I didn't go to the gym. I didn't do nothing. That's just changing how, what I put in my body. Mm. 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 You can do it. I felt, I'm saying that was some of the best I've ever felt. Yeah. Because of what I put in my body. Now, the second that I had me a honey bun, oh, oh yeah. yeah. I yeah. felt like I was ready to fight the world. Yeah. yeah. Because as yeah. soon as I came off that sugar high, boy, yeah. I, was, I was like, uh-uh. I was Debo. I was like, I'm <laughs> looking at my son with that cup cookie. I'm like, that's yeah. my cookie, sucker. <laughs> <laughs> you know? don't, don't tell your mama. Don't tell your mama. <laughs> I was playing. I said, it's my cookie, but it's here. Don't, don't, don't look at me. I'm on the couch. Okay. I'm on the couch, you know, <laughs> but we have to start to research because nobody is going to tell you that you are sick and dying until you're to the point to where you're about to die. Mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. they're going to say, if you would have changed this, you could have extended your life. Or you could have had a better, you know, you could have had a better experience in your life wellness wise. But the first thing that I say when I tell people what you can't eat on keto, mm -hmm. then you get the neck rolls and the air grabbing. You can't have bread. You can't have this. I got to have this. No, you don't. Who said that you had to have cake? Who said that you had to have four scoops of ice cream? Who TV. said that you had to have so much peach cobbler like that? Nobody. In the words of Keith Sweat, nobody. Nobody. What that, the, the church did. I, I, I mean, it, it, and fed reunions too, and you yeah. know what? Uh, Graduation. Uh, yeah. They, know, they, block they, party. Oh, oh, holidays. Holidays. I have to have that that yellow chocolate cake. Really? It, it, it's imperative that. The, the way it melts in your mouth, man, it, oh, it's, really? it's 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 like ambrosia, man. The holiday, the holiday, if that thing ain't hitting like it's supposed to be, bro. I'm telling you, <laughs> if, I, if I can't go near the sweet tea and smell mm -hmm. the diabetes coming mm -hmm. out of it, why am I here? Ooh. Man, I, I can Ooh. dip my pinky in it and my yeah, yeah. go up. Uh-huh. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, come on. <laughs> we have to deprogram ourselves mm -hmm. because we've we've gotten to a point to where we've become dependent on it and it's killing us. And we're so dependent on it and stubborn, it's cognitive dissonance. People are so stuck in their ways that when mm -hmm. you show them that there's a new way, not just show them, but actually give them proof, mm -hmm. verifiable proof that they can research that fixes it, they get, they ignore it, they push it away because they're so dependent on this thought process. Mm -hmm. It's a slave mentality. Black folks and Democrats. Huh? I said black folks and Democrats. <laughs> <laughs> I said that he didn't say that. Okay, I said that. Okay, I said that. But it's, real, but it's it's real talk. It's real talk. It's a depend. It's a slave mentality. Mm -hmm. But you said something that was key. If we change the habits, mm -hmm. 
the mentality, the mindset, and I said, and, and I've said this before, everything starts with small behavioral ch changes. You just can't just change it up in your mind. The first thing that you have to say is one, I don't want to do this no more. I don't want to be unhealthy no more. That's the first mental change that you have to make. Once you start to make those mental changes, those mental changes start to become what we call habit. That's where you're reminding yourself, okay, I'm not going to eat this. I'm going to do this. You make yourself a list. I got this. I'm making this. I'm doing this. You start to form habits. Mm -hmm. Once you start to form those habits and you get good at those habits, those habits become what we know as ritual. Mm -hmm. That's where you get up in the morning and you know you got to brush your teeth. You, you just know it. Mm -hmm. I brush my teeth. I get my coffee prepped. I get my clothes together. You, you perform those daily rituals because you mm -hmm. know that there's a sequence to things. And once these sequence of things become so ingrained into you, then it becomes a lifestyle to where that lifestyle happens and you don't even think about it. You just do it. It requires work. It requires high emotion and a high emotional threshold. And what I mean by having a high emotional threshold is they're going to treat you for not eating those foods as if you left the church. They're going to treat you like you didn't like you didn't dis, like you didn't did them wrong. My family did that to me for a good while. They're like, hold on, you can't. My mom took a fish. She's like, hold on, you can't eat my food. Mm -hmm. And I said, mom, no, I can't. I can eat. The, I, I'll eat this cabbage, but mm -hmm. I can't eat all this. Mm -hmm. And she looked at me hurt. I said, well, yeah. why not? I can't eat. The, this is not good for me. And as I started, as it started to melt off, she was like, whoa. And I'm like, this is yeah. what happens. You can do it too. Yes. Everybody can do it. Well, keto ain't for everybody. Yes, it is. You can't say it's for not for everybody if you haven't tried it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, with any lifestyle change, you have to take your time. Mm -hmm. You can't rush into it. Because what happens, Doc, if you make an adjustment to a medication really, really quickly without weaning them off something else first? Come on, man. Come on, man. You're going to hurt yourself. Exactly. And then what does that, that patient do? This medication didn't work. Mm -hmm. this, exactly. didn't, this, yeah. this didn't work. I don't even want to do it no more. Well, you didn't do it right. You got you to gotta wean yourself off. and you got. I'm serious. You it, A healthy lifestyle is a marathon, not a sprint. If you try to sprint a marathon, you're going to hurt yourself and you're going to blame the marathon. It ain't the mm -hmm. marathon's fault. It's your fault. It didn't take you a week to gain all this weight and all these medical conditions. There you go. It's going to take time for your body to heal itself mm -hmm. and get itself right. Yes. You have to trust the process. That's why you have to have a high emotional tolerance because everybody's going to come at you and tell you that you're wrong. And then you have to not chase the scale. You have to not chase the scale. You have to trust the process and let your body heal. And as your body heals, you'll notice it. Your clothes will get baggy. Your clothes will get baggy. And then all of a sudden, you'll be like, you know, I'm just going to check and see where I'm at. Oh, man, I didn't drop 20. What? That's the side effect. It's the mm -hmm. weight loss. But I feel great. Get off of social media. Don't look at those people on there. Thinking that you're supposed to look like that. 
your body looks different. As long as your body is healthy, who what who what does it matter that you look what you look like? Did you uh, did you reverse that PCOS? Oh, did, you, what, did you get your body into a position to where now you can have a child? Are you but saying it, that they're supposed to love themselves? I mean, is that is is that what you're saying? They're, they're supposed to so appreciate them. Of course, self-love. I'm serious. If you can look at, look, I'm a sexy individual. I ain't got to tell, nobody else got to tell me that. I already know it. I know it. You know, James Brown. Uh, got love him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You, but as long as you look at yourself in the form of I'm improving. Mm -hmm. Who, I don't don't look at nobody else. Turn the radio. Turn the static off. Turn, tune out the BS because you're not doing this for public acceptance. Mm -hmm. You're doing this for you, for your own health, your own mental improvement. Because you if go. you think so, you are. If you believe that you're you feel that you're feeling better, you will. Mm. But if you let other people come in and try to critique you, you'll fail. Because then you're not trying to do this for yourself. You're doing this for someone else's approval. Mm, mm, okay. Okay. That's what wellness is about. Wellness. You're well. You're getting yourself better. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. And in improving yourself, then you can then you can help improve others. Because then people are going to be like, "Hey, how did you do that?" Let's see. And that's where you can start start to help them out. And that's how this podcast started. Because a lot of people were like, "Yo, what are you doing?" Mm -hmm. And my wife was like, you can't be on the phone all the time. You know, make a podcast, talk about it, at least, you know, and this is where it came from. I'm not perfect. People are not perfect. We're not perfect. I am not. Dude, I have no gold standard. I do not put up, put up and make myself seem like I got it all together because I have mental anguish. I have depression. I have anxiety. I got these issues just like everybody else in this world is. And what is my number one thing to do when I get when when it starts to wear down on me? I'll look for something to eat. And that happens. Hmm. But you got to have grace. You have to give yourself grace. You're going to mess up. You're going to. But as long as you say, okay, I've messed up, but now I got to get it right. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Don't beat yourself up. Just stick with the process. And even more so, get yourself a, around a circle of people who are going to support you. Mm -hmm. Because that tribe is something else, boy. The African proverb that says it takes a village. Mm -hmm. Hello? That village is what makes success obtainable. Because when you feel like you're not doing the most, guess what? Yo, you look back and you got a cheerleading section like, keep going. We got you. Keep going. Don't worry about that. It was a cupcake, girl. I was there with you. Drink some water. Let's go. Mm -hmm. Keep going. And then when you have that person and be that person when that person in your tribe is having a moment. Mm -hmm. It's always good to get to get that love, but be ready to give it. Give it freely and, and be there for somebody to help them push through to the goal. And then once you meet, and once you meet a go, set another one. It's a lifestyle. Your body is an engine. Your body, your body is a is a car. Okay, 
you got to put the right stuff in it so that way your car runs properly. If you put crappy fuel in it, your body's going to run crappy. If you give yourself the good foods, the proper nutritional diets and everything, you putting that good pr premium grade in there. But then you have to do maintenance. What do I mean by maintenance? You got to go see people like my good doctor right here for those uh, yearly physicals and visits. <laughs> so that way they can tell you based off of taking your blood and doing your labs and everything. Hey, this tune up is right. You're good. You can keep going. We don't need to put you on nothing. We're just going to monitor you. You're good. But before you start anything, you need to see my good friend right here. You need to see where you're at. And you need to go about doing it safely. Mm -hmm. Just don't jump into it because you see it. That's how you hurt yourself. And then you say, well, this diet didn't work for me. No, because mm -hmm. you didn't. You got, you got, there's steps to this. Consult your healthcare professionals. Don't believe me, just me. Consult your healthcare professional. See where you're at so that way they can guide you in a way to do it safely. If you're on medications, you're going to need to see this doctor, your doctors, to make sure that your, your, your medications are adjusted properly so you don't have adverse reactions during. Because if you are a diabetic, you just can't stop taking your insulin, Humalog, Novolog, Novolin, mm -hmm. Humulin. Mm -hmm. You just can't stop it. Your body has to heal itself as it changes. You have exactly. to monitor your A1C. You got to monitor this. You got to monitor that. There are things, your, your HDL, your LDL. You got to know what these things are. You have to. It's not an option. Because if you can memorize sports statistics, mm -hmm. if you memorize sports statistics or you can memorize who's dating who, or Beyonce's new album and all this other, if you can memorize the things that do not enrich your life at all, you can take the time to know the ins and outs about your health. Because ain't nobody going to tell you. Ain't nobody going to do it for you. Ain't nobody going to do it for you. Nobody's, in, uh, and I say this, and this is hard for people to hear. Nobody's here, nobody's coming to save you. You have to save yourself. Mm -hmm. My wife found keto because we were at our, our at our wit's end. And we had to do it. We had to save ourselves. She provided the resource. I she showed me the door. I had I had to choose to walk through it. Nobody's coming to save you. You have to save yourself. Faith without works is dead. You have to <laughs> because without work, there's no progress. Mm. Same thing in politics. You can you can vote all you want to, but if you don't hold the voted elected officials accountable, then guess what? You ain't doing nothing. You just voting in somebody who's just gonna sit there and manipulate the system and, and manipulate you and, and won't care because it don't affect them. We ain't we ain't gonna go back there. We were there now. I, I, <laughs> I, I ain't see because <laughs> you don't want to, but you know. <laughs> Hey man, you you uh man, you cooked on that one, man. You cooked on that one, and you know I, I believe that you are a doggone encyclopedia of information regarding keto, man. And you you're doing your thing, and I'm looking forward to the next season where you're gonna oh, yeah. break down some more on point information 
we're gonna break it down and we're gonna be ignorant with it mm -hmm. and i'm really for the for this season i was really just trying to be very very pc and mm -hmm. all this other nice stuff but we nowadays we don't need that we need some we need some tough love and i need to and i need to start exactly. putting my foot in people's butt yes you do <laughs> yes you do because you i know. do it every day <laughs> yeah. because it is what it is it is i'm like look if you take care of your health you won't have to call me so mm -hmm. that way i can take you take take you to you exactly because you know i i don't mind seeing you but you know i'm gonna tell you the truth you're big <laughs> <laughs> You got diabetes because you eating too much sweets. <laughs> you yeah. know, you ain't taking your medicine. <laughs> yeah. You ain't doing what you need to do. You're not eating healthy. You're not trying. What not? I'm gonna tell you the truth. And because you know why? Because y'all respect the truth. And y'all yeah. respect when people don't bullshit you. Yeah. And I'd rather not BS you. I can go ahead and be Disney and give uh -huh. you the good little bubbly feelings and sing and come out and song and do all this nice stuff. Mm -hmm. Or I can give you deaf comedy jail and make That's you laugh, true. but I can also hit you and hit you with the truth and make it hurt. Exactly. Because, because I'd rather you not have to call 911 for an mm -hmm. emergency unless it's on something that you can control. Mm-hmm. I'd rather you not have to go see a doctor unless it's for a head cold or something that just needs antibiotics or something that's simple outside of something that you can control. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. These, it's called an emergency room for a reason. <laughs> Don't let me get started on that one, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Next season. <laughs> Next season. I'm let you go off. Or I'll be on your show, and then I can go uh, <laughs> on, the, on the EMS part. I will Bro. go on the EMS part. Mm, I will. <laughs> Come on, man. That, 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 yeah, yeah. Just, just going to put a pin in that. <laughs> but take care of yourself. Go see your primary care physicians. See where you're at first, so that way they can guide you in the realm of where mm -hmm. you need to go research read because everybody's body is different what works for me on keto may not work for you you may have to tweak it and i say this especially for women men's bodies are fairly simple you know we don't have menstrual periods and everything like that men's bodies are fairly simple but women are so much more complicated women you need to definitely be aware of what your body type is and everything and make sure that you're doing things safely. Mm -hmm. Because if you do it safely, you'll get the results that you need effectively. And that's with anything. Because when you, when you go see my good friend over here in the emergency room, he's going to tell you straight up because then, then it's life or death. Mm -hmm. But you should treat every day like that. Exactly. Exactly. Because you're one honey bun or one situation away from a medical emergency and you compound COVID on top of that. Bro. <laughs> we, yep. you know, I'm not going to do it. We know. I know we, 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 we won't get us on that one. Nope. Not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> And when you add, when you compound other things on top of there, then it opens up the gambit to a whole nother realm of issues. Mm -hmm. 
and, and, and those issues are lingering as we see now. Mm-hmm. But before we go, you dang, we've been on here for almost two hours. This I know, crazy. man. <laughs> <laughs> but everybody's gonna be like, Your show too long. I'm like, Shut up, it's my yeah, show. Yeah, you better watch it's, every it's, minute of this. <laughs> yeah, it's the, I'm talking about this is this is good information. Y'all need to, I'm talking about y'all need to get this because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. y'all, I'm serious, this is barbershop talk that we bring into you, you know. Oh, this is barbershop talk. It is not talked about anywhere else. You exactly. need to hear this stuff. Take care of yourself. Yeah. Don't worry about it. If you ain't caught it on this season, you're gonna catch it on season two. Exactly. On, on, season, exactly. on the next season of this, because it's gonna be it's just gonna be real. I'm sorry. No, I'm not. It's just gonna be real. Yeah, we got we ain't got time to miss words anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, so your podcast. The Med Bro. Yes, yes. Tell me, listen, listen, we got it because everybody that's listening to this, that's watching this, I put the I put the website for his podcast in the in the bio and everything. I believe I did. If not, I'm gonna make sure you, I'm gonna make sure everybody gets it. And if you haven't seen it yet, boom, there it is. Thanks, man. Oh yeah, cool. hey, <laughs> come on now. That's real. Come on. <laughs> Tell us about your podcast. Man, it's uh like I said, it's the Med Bro radio show man and we we tackle a lot of issues in the community man and what i want people to see is that you can be an intelligent smart black man who still retains his culture and his identity that you don't have to capitulate to the system Mm -hmm. you can still be yourself and, and that's what I want people to see. You can still be yourself. You can still love yourself. You you can you don't have to change yourself just because you're trying to do something, something positive. And that is what's missing, the realness. Yeah. Even from 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 the dirt. Yeah. And so, and so that's what we try to do, man. We talk about you know racism, life, relationships, whatever. You know, put a little health in and everything, you know, because that's how we like to do it. But we are such a, you know, comprehensive people. Yeah, <laughs> we have a lot to talk about. And everything. Sure do. <laughs> so that's, that's what it's about. And and I got to go ahead and get back to it. I, it's been a, a busy uh, while f- for me and everything, but I just got to go ahead and get back to make some more shows, man. And so we, we're going to we're going to do that, man. Um, yeah. But check it out and everything. And I'm gonna say this, man. This is this is this has been fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is, <laughs> I, you know, pl- Look, please, whatever you want to come back. <laughs> that's that's a definite, man. That's when, definite. whenever you want to come back. You just let me know. Time slot to be up. Whatever time you feel ready, I'm ready. I appreciate it, man, and 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 I'm gonna have you on that Mad Bro Radio show, and we're just gonna chop it up, man. We it's we're gonna have a good time, man. Oh yeah, oh, oh yeah. it's it's gonna be a fun time. It's, it's gonna be fun, formative, and oh, and yeah. ignorant. Come on, man. Come on, ignorant there a little bit. Come on, man. Because <laughs> it's, it's it's time, man. It's time, and I'm I'm gonna say like this, man. Um, a a lot of Black men 
haven't had their voice, you know, um, I haven't had our voice as we should. We're now having our voice. Yeah. And a lot of people have been wanting to hear our voice. Yeah. They've been hearing the voice of black males for a long time, mm -hmm. but they haven't been hearing the voice of black men. Come on now. And so that that's what we have to do. We have to give them this voice of black men, not, yes. not just for pe people our age, but for the younger generation, because they have to hear from us as well. They're yes. the ones that need an example to follow. You know, yeah. it's either going to be us pull them or someone else that's negative pulling them. And we have to go ahead and put in our time and do the work yeah. to make sure that we, you know, do our best to protect them and save them and guide them in the right way possible. If it's just one person, that's one person, man. Yeah. One so. person. We, we all know that one person can make it can change the outlook for somebody young and that person that that young life that they touch can wind up revolutionizing something for the for the mat for the for the for the multitudes mm -hmm. just by that one interaction yeah, that yeah. one person that says that looks at a young black boy and says what do you want to be or they see us and they say wow can i do that and I had I gotta say this is this is the last thing, and I'm and we're gonna go. I had a young boy, he was in the back of an ambulance, and he was just you could tell that it was a whole bunch of abuse and everything. I'm not gonna go into details. Hippa, we ain't gonna go there. Real talk. But you could tell that the pain was there. And the things that I was saying to him, that I was pouring into him, it's like he had never heard it before. Like he had never heard it before. And then he looked around and he was talking to me and I was talking to you. And then he says, can I do what you do? I say, yes, you can. Mm -hmm. Yes, you can. And you know what? When you get older, when you get to about 18 or 19, you go to college or whatever and you apply. Here's my, I wrote my name down. You, you find me. You find me. And I will help you get to being here. See. See. see that representation matters showing them that you can be more than just somebody who catches a ball or who make an interesting hook mm -hmm. or wear clothes you know we need people to be doctors emergency medical te technicians emergency services hell clinical supervisors the people who run the clinic you know the people who help you understand how your stuff works, the people who are the background, the backbone that that aren't represented by us. Change the narrative of what society and what the media puts out of what they believe black men should be. And to show them that we are more than just a tagline or a hashtag. That we're the motivators, the innovators, the mentors the ones who are shaping and creating the foundation for the next generation to be better than us. Come on, come on, come on. Come on. There, you go. there you go. You know, I tell my son, I'm like, I'm, he says, he says, daddy, I want to be like you. I said, no, 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 no. I want you to be better than me. But he says, daddy, I can't be better than you because he sees me as something more. And I'm telling him, I'm like, no, 
he doesn't realize, and I tell him this, you saved my life. And my daughter was like, Daddy, I want to be EMT. I want to be EMT. I said, baby, you can do it. Because they know how I care for people, and then they mirror it. When you look here, when you are doing something that's right by people, not for the accolades, not for the pat on the back, not for the when you just do it because you're a good person, mm-hmm. that is so much more of a payment, and you won't even ask for nothing. Mm-hmm. But just to see the look on people and the appreciation, I don't I ran into patients who I didn't treated before. And man, one old lady, she just hugged me. Mm-hmm. And she said, baby, and she just told me, baby, thank you for just it being you that day. Just thank you for it being you that day. Nobody else listened to me, but for the fact that you were there, they listened to me. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know. <laughs> our, yeah. our, jo- our jobs and our jobs on this earth in this plane is to enrich the lives that we come in, of people that we come in contact with every day, not for a thank you, because we're supposed to. We're meant to enrich the lives of the people around us, so that way everybody becomes better because of it. Exactly. That's how we thrive as a society. Mm-hmm. And until we do that, we'll still suffer. That's why they got we got brothers like you yeah, inspiring know. the next generation of doctors and educators and leaders and everything like that, speaking the truth, being that representation. Yeah, I'm giving you flowers. You, can, oh. <laughs> you don't know. Like I said, I'm giving you flowers. Everybody watching this, this is what you need to do. When you have a mentor, when you have somebody that's inspired you, you let them know. I watched and listened to you. Every time you did an Instagram post, every time you did, I was listening, I was watching, I was laughing when you was tired. You know, I remember when the dreads went there, when I remember when they were I've been there for a while. You know, and, and that right there solidified me knowing that this healthcare is what I want. Healthcare is who I am. And if you can do it, there's no excuse to me to not be able to leave my mark in the world, too. And I'm not even trying to leave a big mark. I'm just trying to leave a mark. You know what I'm saying? And I and and I'll leave my I'll put out my last little tagline that I say at the end because it, it, it encompasses everything of who I am. But don't don't take what you do lightly because there are people that are watching. And people are inspired by it. So I just want you to know that. Leave you with that nugget until we come back to the next round of ignorant for us. <laughs> yeah. Because it's coming. Oh so yeah. I really want to thank you about this. So everybody, as you guys see right now on the bottom of the screen, the Medbro radio show, medbrother.podomatic.com. Check out his content. It is man look. Perseverance, endurance right there. Drive. If you're trying to go into the medical field, you need to watch this. You need to you need to listen to him. This is a great brother, a great man. He's inspiring. He's real. And I wouldn't recommend him. I wouldn't have him on the show if I didn't believe so. I wouldn't. I try to bring y'all the best of the best. And I only know the best. And then when I when I know them, they come here. 
So like, even like, if I don't ever get syndicated and I ain't trying to do all of that, I'm just trying to be somebody to make to do something. Come I'm on, trying man. to bring everybody that I can. So like, like, Dr. Aubrey Palmer, thank you so much. And I'm gonna do what they do in the church. If you are so inclined to donate, <laughs> pass that plate. <laughs> if you are so inclined within your heart to support the form. as you can see, the podcast is right down. The, my, my cash app is right down there. So I, got me, I got me a camera set up. I got, hey. I got me a, camera, a little small camera that my, that my good friends helped me out with. Yeah. The microphone. The speakers, I'm trying to get a green screen so that way you don't have to see my room. That way hey, it is what it is, bro. I'm tr- I, this is a, this is something that I never thought would get this far. I never thought in my wildest dreams that this would get this far. This is two years now that I'm doing this, and I'm and I want it to go further. I've had my moments where I'm like, maybe I shouldn't do this anymore, maybe I shouldn't do this, but then my wife just kind of looked at me, she was like, But this is you. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. that's, it. that's that. That's that chili in in the background. That's saying keep going. Yeah, and the yeah. kids, kids are saying, "Daddy, you doing another show?" Hey. And, and, and I'm serious. That's that's what drives me. And talking with you just help yeah. turn that up even more. So I'm yeah, I'm ready oh, to go. But Cash App, AZS, PBS, nineteen fourteen. Everybody yeah. else know that. But but if you feel so inclined to donate, I'm all for it. This helps me continue to build on what I have here to give you better, better me and better guests that, I, you know, and give the guests more of a more professional platform and everything. So that way I can make this into a real, 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 real big show. We're going to get there minute by minute, hour by hour, second by second. But you're doing it, brother. You're it's doing it. It's a journey, man. I, I'm, lo- I'm loving the ride. I'm loving the ride. So, and <clears throat> I would be remiss to say this. My friend, my good friend and doctor, Aubrey Palmer, is a proud member of Alpha, <laughs> Phi Alpha Fraternity yes, Incorporated. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm even trying to go ahead and get me to go that way. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay, though. Or these are blue. Blue. <laughs> it's all right. That's why everything was in blue. Right. Hey, look, I'm gonna put on blue and KK sign. So I was like, you know what? We gonna stay there. Blue, blue. All right. Your boy is five eight seven percent incorporated. We got the best of both worlds right here. But the overall goal of what we stand for, heck yeah, zooted in heck our organizations. Yeah. But talk. it is exemplified in the men that we are. All right, those those purposes, those those I'm saying those values are what we look for when we were joining, but they but who we are that brings those purposes to life is yes. what make us the men that we are. We are ourselves. We make the organization. It don't make us. Understand that. <laughs> well, who we are makes our organizations great. Regardless of whatever colors we wear or Greek letters we wear, the purpose as black men has not changed. Exactly. All right. And that's what we're going to do. So, again, everybody, because uh, we we two hours, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, everybody, again, thank you. Thank you also for tuning in to the season finale of the live shows of the Keto 911 podcast. We have the one and only med brother, Dr. Aubrey Palmer, here. Mm-hmm to celebrate this occasion, to bless us with his wisdom, 
his experience, his tutelage, and his professionalism, and dashing a little bit of ignorance there. Come on. <laughs> as well. And we're going to build from this platform, brother. Thank you so much. Man, and thank as you. I say at, at the end of every show, in time, people will forget your name. They'll forget what you look like. They'll even forget where you worked or whatever titles that you had. But they'll never forget how you've positively impacted their life. Know that. If you're doing the right things by people in time, they'll forget your name, but they'll never forget the good, the good things that they that you've done for them, and they'll pass it on. And in a way, that keeps you alive forever. You'll become immortal in a sense by your good deeds, not by name. That's the best legacy that you can ever leave. Because if people don't remember who I am, they'll remember what I did for them in a good way. There you go enrich the lives of those who are around you love those when you can tell them you love them when you can and do what you can to make anybody and everybody's life better without looking for any compensation for yourself in the end that's where it becomes honest that's where it becomes true and that's where people respect it all right so again this has been a wonderful two-hour <laughs> episode of the keto 911 podcast I am your host, Daniel, your keto EMT, with none other than the med brother himself, Dr. Aubrey Palmer. Thank you again, y'all. Y'all have a great evening and good night. Easy. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Keto 911 podcast. You can find my podcast on Anchor. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever any other streaming services that you may find available. If you want to be on the episode of the Keto 911 Podcast, you can send me an email to Keto911Podcast at gmail.com. This way, one, I can go ahead and get you featured. If you have a keto product or if you're a specialist in health, health or weight loss, we can go ahead and have you featured on an episode so that way we can educate the masses. Also, you can find me on Keto 911 Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. On both of those pages, you'll see me do food reviews. You'll see me post stuff about different types of uh, recipes that I've come across with, and I do motivational messages as well. So definitely go ahead and check me out on these other aspects and other links as well. So thank you all again for tuning in to the Keto 911 Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel, your Keto EMT. Have a good one and be safe.